Faced with an uncertain future, many business owners and technology professionals don't have the time needed to invest in their business technology strategies. And as a result, they're afraid of their technology getting outdated and putting their company and customers' information at risk. The digital future is already here, but with all different choices in the marketplace, it's difficult to know which one will be the best fit for you and your strategic vision. Imagine having the peace of mind that your business is backed by the right technology investments that are tailored for your specific needs. Hi, I'm Brian Nichols, and I've helped countless business owners and technology professionals just like you, helping you make informed decisions about what technologies are best to invest in for your business. Voice, bandwidth, cybersecurity, business continuity, juggling all the aspects of business technology is messy. Let me help. Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash help and sign up for a free one-on-one -on -one consultation with yours truly to dig deep into where you see your company heading and how we can align your business technology towards those goals. Again, that's briannicholsshow.com forward slash help to get your simplified business technology started today. Victor Antonio, welcome to the program. Selling is all about, really, it's, we're not selling a product, you're not selling a service, you're not selling value, you're not selling whatever you think you're selling, a solution. You're selling change. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. And this is why we talk about being the trusted advisor. You should be able to help use that expert guidance and all the opinions that I'm sure that you have and help lead them towards not just a decision, but the right decision. Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Hello, folks. My name is Fritz, and Brian asked me to come on the show, do a little monologue. And I sat there and I thought for a little bit, what can I talk about? Like, what can I really bring out uh, that that hasn't been brought out, you know, before or, or add some substance to it? You know, not just regurgitate the same old thing. And unfortunately, there's times where that needs to be done. There's there's times where clearly you need to double down on your message. Double down on your message and try to gather as many people to your message as you possibly can. I want to start off with a, a quote real quick from Edmund Burke, who is uh, an English statesman. He was an Irishman uh, in the English parliament back during the times of the American Revolution. Uh, he was very well known for speaking out against the crown and Great Britain's control over the colonies at the time. Edmund Burke is quoted saying, When bad men combined, the good must associate, else they will fall one by one, an unpitied sacrifice in a contemptible struggle. Edmund Burke didn't mind being a thorn in the side of the crown. And it's quite amazing. You can dig up a lot of different Edmund Burke quotes and philosophy. It's really an interesting, he's really an interesting character to look at. But that quote, when bad men combine, the good must associate. Else we're all going to fall one by one. During these times of 
COVID, coronavirus, lockdowns, uncertainty. There's mass uncertainty. Everybody is kind of feeling at the end of their ropes when it comes to government power, mandates, and other dictates of our daily lives when it comes to the government. See, you can have several different viewpoints on coronavirus, but you could still be united even with differences of opinion on coronavirus and COVID and lockdowns and the best way to handle it. Let's face it. Does anybody think 9,000 workers in New York not complying with a mandate? Does anybody think that that is something that we want to see? 9,000 New York City workers are on leave as the vaccine mandate takes effect. I know what some people might say. It's just a vaccine. Go and get it. But there's the larger argument at play here of should the government be able to mandate what you as an individual puts in your body? It's a medical thing, right? We have this argument all the time. Sometimes it's semantics. Sometimes it's in-depth and it's really serious. Now, you can pull up a thousand other arguments for this, whether it's abortion or any other forms of health care, including people who are lobbying for universal health care. But with 9,000 employees on leave as a vaccine mandate takes effect, what about other companies? What about, what about In-N-Out Burger in California, in San Francisco? In-N-Out Burger got into a lot of trouble and got shut down because they were not enforcing uh, a vaccination check if you will. Quote, we refuse to become the vaccination police for any government in and out chief legal and business officer Arnie Wensinger said. Quote, we fiercely disagree with any government dictate that forces a private company to discriminate against customers who choose to patronize their business. End quote. That's ruffling the feathers nowadays. A company standing up to the government saying that we're not your police force. We're not going to enact a mandate from you upon our patrons or our potential patrons. If you want to do it, come and do it. We're not a wing or an extension of you. That's voluntary association. And an outburger can clearly state as a business, that they will welcome any and all patrons. They could say that they're going to have mask mandates in their facilities or not. They could say that we want to see vaccination proof or not. And when the company is doing it, when the company is standing up and saying that against the government, that needs to plant the seeds in people's brains. You see, you can be for getting the vaccine. You could be for expanding the vaccine's availability to as many people as possible, but you can also be one who is against the government mandating that somebody take it. I know quite a few people who are vaccinated, thankful to be vaccinated, and never wanted to see a government mandate anybody to take it. It's a weird thought, but 
those same individuals can line up with the people who don't want the government to have that mandate in place and who don't want to take the vaccine themselves. What happens if all those people band together and say, we're not going to allow the government in its authority to have such an extent of authority that it will dictate how we run our lives, run our businesses. That's civil disobedience, ladies and gentlemen. See, when people think about how do you fight against what seems like tyrannical, overreaching power grabs by the government, they think, well, I can't vote my way out of this. And guess what? You you really can't vote your way out of this. I know everybody's on the heels of this big victory in Virginia for, uh, for Youngkin. But voting your way out of something doesn't necessarily work. And then people don't want to go the violence route. People don't want violence. They don't want to have to be in such a corner on such a defense that they would feel that they had to use violence and it's not practical. But you don't have to be violent to be revolutionary. Being revolutionary is something as simple as businesses in New York banding together, stating that they will not comply with orders put out by the governor or the, or the mayor of New York City. It could be a business like In-N-Out Burger telling San Francisco and California, we're not your police force and we're not going to be and you can't stop us. Mind you, they were shut down. When you get into this civil disobedience, you can have a few people stick their neck out, but that's not enough. It has to be a unified front for civil disobedience to work. Sometimes it starts as small as a woman on a bus sitting in the front seat when she is expected and demanded to sit in the back, but doesn't. The woman goes to jail, but people take notice, and other people start stepping up. And soon, soon enough, you have so many people participating in this act for this cause, for this righteous cause of standing against something that is wrong, where you have the strength. Because you have so many people uniting together to say, no, this is not how this is going to happen. Anybody can do that right now. Whether you're for, whether you've, whether you've got the vaccine yourself or not, whether you're pro everybody getting the vaccine or not, you can stand next to the person who hasn't got it for whatever reason, whether it's medical or just personal. Civil disobedience is the key. Civil disobedience. Think about the great quotes of people. If a law is unjust, a man is not only right to disobey it, he is obligated to do so. One has a moral responsibility to disobey unjust laws. Even the great Martin Luther King, an individual who breaks a law that conscience tells him is unjust and who willingly accepts 
the penalty of imprisonment in order to arouse the conscience of the community over its injustice is in reality expressing the highest respect for the law. Now, some people might not see lockdowns and mandates and vaccination as overbearing and over-authoritarian, but many, many people do. Many people think that that shouldn't qualify somebody to live their life. So if you're wondering, where do we go from here? I think we have a good starting point. I'm Fritz. I host FritzCast. You can catch me on Twitter at FritzQS, Facebook.com slash TheFritzCast. And if you YouTube me, FritzCast, you can get my page and all my episodes, solo, interviews, memes, and other crazy shenanigans. Check it out. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at BrianNicholsShow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at bnicholsliberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Trust the experts. We're all in this together. If it saves one life. Raise your hand if you heard any of those tiresome phrases over the past year and a half. I know my hand is currently raised. Millions of people across dozens of industries were labeled unessential and forced to lock down with livelihoods and futures crushed in an instant. And as government has continued to expand its power and leverage fear to turn neighbor against neighbor, a group of filmmakers have taken a stand and are determined to help set the record straight on the importance of following the actual science of the pandemic. Follow the science on lockdowns and liberty from the Sound Mind Creative Group is a brand new docu-series highlighting the stories of those negatively impacted over the past year and a half by ineffective government policies enacted in the name of following the science. With noted experts like Nick Hudson from Panda, the Pandemic Data and Analytics Organization, healthcare policy advisors like Scott Atlas, and telling the stories of business owners, families, and just your average everyday person harmed by these government mandates. Follow the science on Lockdowns and Liberty is giving us a chance to make sure the true stories of the pandemic are told. So please help us at The Brian Nichols Show in supporting the Sound Mind Creative Group. With noted figures in the Liberty Movement like Dr. Tom Woods donating thousands of their own dollars to this project, you know just how important this project is. So head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science to donate and catch their brand new trailer to the docuseries one more time. That's briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science.